RPS. Live from Primavera Sound 2022. Proudly presented by Cupra. Welcome once again to the weekly review coming to you live from the Park del Forum. It is day two of the festival and we have some very special guests indeed in the form of Let's Seek Grandma and later on Jenny Beth. First, one quick thing um, to address the elephant in the room. Pimavera Sound tweeted this message this morning. Uh, we're aware of problems in the bar services yesterday and we apologize for them. Uh, we're working tirelessly to solve them so that we can all enjoy the coming days uh, as we deserve. We're going to be talking a little bit more about uh, what happened on uh, the first day of the festival later um but for the moment let's just have a little bit more of caribou sparks in the sky until we meet the sunrise and see the year come into bloom Okay, it's our total pleasure, as I as I mentioned, to be here with Let's Eat Grandma. And one of the reasons it's such a pleasure for me is not just because they're a fantastic pop act, but they also come from Norwich. <laughs> and I lived in Norwich for many years, and I was just, I love it when bands come from Norwich. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Uh, well, we're big fans as well. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you have to thank our parents. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, when I saw you, you were doing the album launch at Norwich Arts Centre, I almost died of envy. That's like uh, favourite venue. We love that venue. It's definitely the best venue in Norwich. Something really magical about it. We really pushed to have our album launch at Norwich So you were a last minute addition to the Primavera Sound Bill. When did you know you were playing? Actually, only last week, about <laughs> this time last week, I think. Wow. So it was very last minute. And then I think it was because somebody else dropped out. And yeah. so we managed to get in there and we were very excited. <laughs> yeah, we were really excited because we'd wanted to play like the whole, like when the lineup came out, we wanted to play, but it was like all We also just wanted to go to the festival because <laughs> yeah, the lineup was obviously really amazing. <laughs> yeah, and then it sold out and we were like, oh no. And now you're yeah. playing. Yeah. You're yeah. literally yeah. playing. It happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at the toast date um, at 12.30, I think you... you last last night. Yeah. 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 How how did it feel? Like how how... Like with a week in advance, just knowing this, and now being here, now you've already played. How how was it? Like oh. how being on stage and stuff. How it was amazing. It was so the crowd was so good, just like great energy, and um, yeah, we just had the best time. Quite chaotic, but our shows <laughs> usually are. And chaotic, chaotic good, good, good chaos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the scale. Yeah, I honestly think it was like one of the best shows we've done. Not even exaggerating, because it was just 
the energy of the crowd. Like, um, like it's a rare at a leg show that there'll be an opportunity to crowd surf because we're not normally that kind of band. But the crowd was just so up for it that that ended up happening. So you crowd really surf? Good. Yeah, it was like that vibe. It was so good. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Did they treat you well, though? Because I'm always a bit nervous when people crowd surf. That you're gonna <laughs> oh, no, they were, they were lovely. I think you asked them beforehand. You were like, will you catch me if I jump in? And they were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know no, what? They were lovely. <laughs> I've always been too scared to crowd surf. And now... Yeah. At my age, I don't think it's going to happen. Honestly, yeah, I, think you, should, should I happen. think you should do it. I think it, it's a, a lifetime experience. A, that a you girl need. actually crowd surfed after me just from the crowd. They all lifted her up as well. Yeah. So, yeah, go for it. <laughs> I was marked though by seeing an experience once. I once went to see a band in the Norwich Arts Centre. I can't remember who it was, but somebody like tried to crowd surf there and like they hit their head on the ground with like this sickening thud. Oh, God. I mean, not, not. Put you off. Well, no, thank I've, God that didn't happen yesterday. <laughs> I have had a couple of failed attempts before, but it's not ended up in any injuries. So like, like they just keep pushing you back onto the stage. Yeah, they're like, so no. they were not up to this. <laughs> it really has to be the right time, I think. Like this was just very spare of the moment, felt like it, but obviously it can go quite wrong and be a bit embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine, like, no. Play some more music. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to be near you. <laughs> Well, that didn't happen yesterday, so I, it's like a re really good compliment that you said it's like one of the best um, gigs you've had. Like, Yeah, it was so good. I mean, the crowds here are always yeah, everybody great. Everybody just feels so up for it, like, I think especially this weekend. Yeah, definitely. Because you played, was it 2018? I, I, I think so. Maybe 2019. I, I can't remember what happened in which year, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. One, one of those, we did try and look on the cap because there's on the caps they've got all the different years line up so we tried to find uh, ourselves on yeah. one of the 2019 but yeah. anyway we'll look for a 2018 cup yeah. and we'll see. <laughs> I, I think it was 2018 because I think I'm always had just come out right. if I'm if I'm not wrong and mm. played some somewhere over the, I think the stage that we played on is no longer there because I was looking for it or maybe my sense of direction is so bad that <laughs> it is there it's been like so long yeah. maybe they yeah. retired it after you played like, <laughs> yeah. the stage is done <laughs> can, I, can I ask like your new album Two, Two Ribbons which is a fantastic album is it too simplistic to say it's an album about friendship Oh, I don't think that's too simplistic at all. I think, I think it's it's uh, about many things, but that is one of the biggest themes. Yeah, I think like I mean, it's quite a massive all like encompasses so many things, doesn't it? Yeah, Friendship. I guess it's it's a theme because of the way that we wrote it and what was going on in our lives between us when we wrote it. That that inevitably seeps into the music, mm. and so in that sense, it kind of is an album about friendship. Yeah. I think friendship is one of the most interesting topics to me. I, I love to talk about yeah. about it with my friends and stuff. And when I see you two like being on a band together and, and being friends since forever, um, how is that? Like I always wondered like what if me and my friends had like a girl band? Like how would that work? Yeah. Is it difficult like to manage work and friendship and trying to make a balance how do you do it do you have like special rules or how does it work well it's really complicated I mean mm. 
I guess when you're that close with someone, there's always going to be ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And when you work with them as well, it's never going to be like we're colleagues because we've been friends since we were four. So that's always what comes first. But I mean, it, it has been difficult for us to navigate. Um, especially over the last few years, but I think we're we're managing it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we both just really like at the end of the day we're friends first before work, and mm. I think obviously like sometimes it's hard when you've got all the like pressures and and different dynamics of working with someone, but, but you kind of have to like sometimes take a step back and just focus on yeah. your actual core friendship. I think it's also sense. about just accepting that and knowing what's going on as well and not putting too much pressure on it. Because when you start putting loads of pressure on stuff, that's when it all goes wrong. <laughs> I, mean, I wonder, like, because, because you know each other so well, if one of you comes in with an idea that the other one doesn't like, <laughs> can, you, can, you, can you just say, no, I don't like that because you've known each other for years? Or is it more like, ah, well, I, I like that, but maybe down the base a bit or, or something you know what that happens so rarely because creative stuff is one of the things that we don't argue about because mm. it's basically we're so on the same page with it that if jenny's brought an idea that she thinks is good i'm also gonna think it's good yeah we get asked that quite a lot actually and i feel like we do have slightly different creative directions we want to go in sometimes but we both just allow each other to do that and we still appreciate the yeah. differences so that's not really an issue like usually then like we'll present an idea and be like I know that something's missing on this and like knowing that you know wanting a bit of criticism almost or a yeah. bit of tips you know but like yeah I think it's more kind of like the pressures of kind of dealing with the industry mm. and and sort of like you know, um, our different working processes and like both fronting the band and stuff like that. That's more where we struggle. Like creatively, I don't think that's yeah, as difficult. We've never really had any creative issues. Yeah. That's a great thing. Like uh, what friendship is, it's like you understand each other in a level that that's the mm. base maybe of, of the friendship that you have the same day as you, yeah, you understand definitely. that in... And then you have maybe other areas where you're not the same person. Mm. So you're going to differ in that. Do you use like the creative part kind of as therapy? Like as a saying like, oh, maybe I want to touch about that. And and then you, through through creating a song or whatever, you maybe heal a problem that you were having. Or this is like yeah. too hippie, <laughs> like too much. No, it's definitely therapeutic, I think it's not always about necessarily healing something as much as it is working through it and figuring out how you feel about it. But I think, yeah, we've both massively done that with this record. In terms of our friendship and other topics, it's like sometimes the only thing to do, like a last resort, is to write a song about it if it's something that you're really struggling with and I think that can be really yeah useful personally I think like I think a lot of writing songs for this record was less about trying to like find a solution exactly and more just feeling free in your relationship to express yourselves honestly and I guess just trying to accept the fact that things are difficult or your differences rather than sort of trying to fight it because that's yeah where we're going wrong I think it definitely feels like more of an accepting record than a problem solving one yeah. I love that that mindset. Like, yes. 
maybe it's not a problem if we acknowledge this thing, like if we don't make it like a thing that has to confront. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like, there's less pressure on it. Love that. Would it be too much to say that it seemed at times you might, that there might not be a third album? No, that, that was never, never the case. We always knew that we were working towards it. Right. I guess like we, I guess like with the third album that would, I guess that kind of, uh, I can't think of the word, that, that comes hand in hand with whether there'd be a band anymore, I guess. Because yeah. like, if we were going to be a band, we'd make another record. And we kind of like, I guess like, because the band's kind of our lives and what we've done since we were like 13, it's like mm. kind of like feels like it's just a given that we're going to continue yeah. doing the band. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, just like, it, it doesn't feel like the band really has that clear of a start and end. Yeah. <laughs> kind of just is. It never crossed my mind that we weren't making a record, even at the most difficult points. It's just like, that is, what What else would we be doing? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I feel like some things are very clear, like uh, if you have like a four piece or something and you're in uni or something, you'd be like, oh, we're putting this band together. This is this, this is this. But like, because we've been doing it for so long and because of our relationship, it just feels like, I don't know. I don't know. I just can't really imagine us being like there being a definite end to the band in that yeah. way. I mean, you know, there might be a time where we're not making a record or something. Yeah, but, you know. yeah. Which is very good news. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Am, I, am I right in saying you used to occasionally pretend you were sisters? Yeah, oh, yeah. we used to do that. <laughs> with why? Our just to sort of mess with people. Yeah, yeah. just... Because why not? <laughs> <laughs> it's an international thing, I think. Like, everyone kind of sometimes does it. I, I've done it with yeah. my friends. They're like, they someone else, like, how do you know each other? Uh, we're sisters. Yeah. And we just go with it. <laughs> yeah, we used to say we were twins a lot. And we had the exact same hair back then. Mm. Now we have very different, well, not not wildly different, but we have different hairstyles. But then we deliberately made them exactly the same. Mm. And then sometimes said that we were the other one yeah <laughs> yeah i think as well like people used to always ask if we were twins yeah. like before we even said it so we it always like, got a bit annoying so we just whenever they asked we'd just say yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> one thing i really love about your three albums today is they're all really different um is that something you intentionally try to do you sort of set off thinking like okay we need to make something different or does it just kind of come I think as a band, I feel like we don't really have that much of a formula about how we write songs or write records because I feel like we're, it feels really important to both of us, I think, that in life and obviously then in songwriting, we're always moving somewhere new. And I guess for writing songs, like for me and probably for you as well, Rosa, it doesn't feel like, oh, I want to write a really good song, so I've got this formula and this has worked before. Like and that's how I'm going to produce a good song. It's more like I need this song to reflect my life at the moment and therefore it's always different. Like it is less about, this sounds so funny, it's like less about like recreating what's worked before and although sometimes obviously that does happen, but like more about uh, trying to reflect how things are and obviously we change all the time yeah yeah in terms of like sound palettes and stuff if you're writing about a completely different topic you that's going to be refreshed to try and sort of create the sound world of that topic and those emotions and also i think it 
it just keeps it interesting to us. Like, you don't want to just be going around in circles doing something that you know that works. Like, what would be the point of that? I think I'd feel a bit stuck if we made a record that was the same as the one we did before. Like, I feel like if there was a point where I felt like every song was just exactly the same as stuff we'd done before, I'd be like, I need to wait w- wait longer to yeah. make a record. Like, I feel like I need a bit longer because this is just a hangover of the last record. Yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want to say, your song, Happy New Year, is a work of genius because, <laughs> well, because it's a great song, but also because when when you released it, I was like, oh, it's a Happy New Year song. And I was like, there, there must be loads of songs about Happy New Year. And I looked, and this hardly That's end. Not. Yeah. <laughs> and it's I was like, oh my God. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so many songs about, about, about Christmas. And I was like, there must be. Yeah. And that, no, no, you are, I mean, there's about two others yeah. I found. I had that exact thought. I mean, there's Auld Lang Syne, there's ABBA, Happy New Year. Um, I feel like we're both just a bit obsessed with Happy New Year lyrics. <laughs> yeah, well. There's been some in our previous record, like the last record, it, it was New Year's Eve was yeah. one of the lyrics. In it's not just me, and then in Donny, there's old Lang Syne. <laughs> just like, so like, why wouldn't you write about New Year? It's the time <laughs> of celebration. Like every every New Year, we're like, what are your resolutions? Yeah, you exactly. Never even time, have them anymore. Time of reflection. Yeah, time of reflection. <laughs> do you know what they do in Spain for New Year? Mm-hmm. When when the clock hits the twelve uh, chimes, for each chime you have to eat a grape. Oh, so, that's like, cool. It, it's really cool and. I remember and practically like impossible well, to no, do. I remember yeah. like that's <laughs> easy. <laughs> I love grapes. Yeah. Like, oh, that's going to be easy. And like you get to about the seventh, oh, like grape. Well, you can't exactly just swallow them whole, can you? Can, can you have that... it in the form of wine? Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you like music? Because some, some yeah. people are like, I, I love it. I think you just got to take the pressures. Like if you're. If you're going into New Year's Eve thinking, I have to have this mm-hmm. kind of New Year's Eve where I'm going to have a snog and I'm going to do this, that, the other, then it's not really going to work <laughs> out a lot of the time. But if you go into it like, I'm either going to have a party, just going to either chill out or I'm going to watch some fireworks on TV <laughs> or I'm going to go out, you know, yeah. it's a bit more chilled. Yeah. yeah. I always do this thing where I write um, a letter to myself and send it for the next year. Ah. And it's, basically like it's not all new year's resolutions and stuff it's more just like where i'm at in my life and what i might want to change or what has changed in that year and it's always really interesting reading it back because i don't have like five years and seeing that there's some things that just never change (laughs) (laughs) all the issues (laughs) (laughs) but then there's some things that do and that's really like Really interesting to see. That's I think the weirdest one. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. no I was no. going to say, like, the weirdest one is I haven't done it as in detail as you, but occasionally I've, like, written like, a questionnaire thing of, like, people I've met that have, like, changed my life and stuff. And it's weird how, like, over the course of a year, you can just meet people who massively impact you that you can, yeah. like, you obviously can't even envision the person before you meet them. And then, like, a year goes by and you're like, wow, like, my life is so different because of this person or these people. I, I think that with songs as well sometimes. It's like when I enter a new year, it's like there's going to be a song or a few songs released this year that are utterly going to become like my favourite ever songs. Yeah. And I've got no that idea. That you haven't met yet. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay. And it kind of, that makes me quite, well, quite optimistic. Yeah, yeah. It's quite exciting to think there's something completely new out there that hasn't been invented yet. Not to get like all deep about it, but I think <laughs> like that's actually something that's 
like when you're going through really dark periods in life, I think even just the curiosity and excitement about what might happen next is really like really helps helps you kind of look forward because yeah. you're like, you know, things suck right now, but you know, there's going to be some tunes out that I need to hear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's the, the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or like, I don't know, like next week, whether this might happen, like this good or well, all bad things, <laughs> like good things, you know? I, mean, I literally take it down to sometimes like if I'm feeling sort of down, it's like, oh yeah, but there's a new series of Better Call Saul and they left it on a yeah, real cliffhanger exactly. and it's like, okay, well, you know. That's all you need sometimes, sometimes though. Simple things. It honestly is like, yeah, you just gotta like, a lot of simple things in life are, I'm getting too deep today. Yeah. Deep is good. <laughs> but I was going to say that I'm loving this conversation. Yeah. It's getting so philosophical. But like, yes, girl, you're so right. <laughs> completely off the top. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. So, uh, yeah, you just enjoy the nice stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but happy new year, right. Unless I have massively misremembered this, you didn't release it on 31st December. No, unfortunately not. Because it wasn't longer. I feel like it's like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna drop this song not on the day you expect to drop. Yeah, it was just it was just a few days after. I can't remember whether that was because we had some release problems. I have no idea. I don't think it was was release problems, but I think it was. It was some sort of a non-creative issue. Oh, I, oh that's a <laughs> You sound like, Rosie, you literally sound like you've had media training. Like, I was, I was going to say, um, my own I was going to say that um, I think it was actually because everybody has like the bank holiday off. So yeah. it's difficult to get stuff released. Um, yeah, I actually, yeah. Was that why? No, that sounds know. about right. Yeah, yeah. That's a non-creative yeah. issue. Yeah. <laughs> but the most important thing was it was around New Year. And yeah. we were able to do I, that. I think you're making a statement. You were like, the New Year, buzz last yeah. many days. Yeah. <laughs> the new chapter of our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, do you do like a celebration? Like, Do you have like a ritual every time you put out an album? Like, oh, we have finished like this project. We have been working for however long and stuff do you have like a day that you do like that's it's done it's sent it's not yeah. in our hands anymore or we're actually just... really bad at that and I think <laughs> it's because of the fact that there seems to be like so many ends to a project like if it's when you finish recording it when it's been mixed when it's been mastered when it's out like, there's so many like that's mm. done so it's kind of never really done yeah then the, the, I, the tour and stuff yeah exactly we haven't even properly really celebrated the album release. No, we like, haven't we need to like just have a bit of fun yeah. <laughs> well how long are you staying in Barcelona uh, only till this evening but our flight got cancelled so you never know. I, I was like <laughs> I had to pretend to be disappointed about that. <laughs> so you're staying longer than you were expected? I actually Could think it might only be a couple of hours longer. Oh. It depends whether it's an earlier flight though as well, doesn't it? I don't think oh, we have time to get an earlier flight That now. is true. Maybe, yeah, it'll probably be a bit later. Yeah. Maybe we could see one band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like working with Sophie? Oh, really amazing. amazing. Yeah. How, how did that come to be? Like, did you like... Um, it was through Transgressive, our label. And okay. They knew that we had been a massive fan of her for a really long time and um, basically, yeah, organised for us to do a session and it was really great experience. I think she's really shaped a lot about how we write pop music as well. And mm. 
it's just such an honour to have been able to work with her. Yeah. And the results were amazing. Mm -hmm. I've got one final question, which is, uh, I'm going back to my self-indulgence. Is it about Norwich? It is about Norwich. I'm really sorry, but it is. I love the Norwich question. I I get people coming all day. Do you know who I discovered from Norwich just the other day? Uh, Hannah Diamond. Oh, oh yeah, she played yeah, yeah. after us last Yeah, night. no, we, we're friends with her actually as well because like we're, you know, all the Norwich sort of connections and things. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> then do you want to be part of the group? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the show. Right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, now I'm thinking because we're interviewing Hannah Diamond later, so yeah. I'm going to keep the shirt <laughs> she'll appreciate it too <laughs> yeah no right decision of shirt for today <laughs> so my question my utterly self-indulgent question was uh what is your or who is your favorite all-time Norwich band or you can name a few if you don't want to get it. oh I don't know Alan Partridge <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh, <laughs> Carmen's Masters <laughs> Norwich, Norwich bands I guess like a lot of them are probably bands that are around because I don't know that many, like, in the past, but probably bands that we've sort of grown up playing with, like, yeah. some of them who are no longer bands anymore. Like, I guess... I mean, we really like Vanity Ferry, but they're more from kind of, like, a diss area. Yeah. Oh, you um, can't have a diss band. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I guess Norwich bands, like... Um, I guess, like, bands that we kind of used to play with probably my favorites but they're not actually bands anymore like we used to um we used to play with like a group of young bands called like uh, amazon blue the mondegreens um who else was the there the crates the crates lobster like yeah. loads of these bands i don't i don't know if anyone's still actually in a band like they're probably in bands but not those bands um yeah, Vanity Ferry um, is an artist who plays in Norwich a lot, who is local, would be. But do, yeah. do they have Never records walked. out? Like, can we listen to them? Or yes, they, they have a, an EP on Spotify. Vanity mm. Ferry. Vanity Ferry. Right, mm. I'm, I'm going to check that out. The, yeah, there's um, there's also, like, new bands, like... Um, who, who have I been listening to recently? Like, Bug Teeth. Um, yeah. Who else is? I'm trying to. I need to keep trying up. to think of who's from. Yeah, yeah. We're not up to date. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're more up to date than I am. All of mine like early nineties. <laughs> uh. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna be thinking about that for a while. Actually, <laughs> let's see, grandma is the best act yeah. in Norway. Uh, in Nor- no, Norway. No, Norway. Oh no, no. I don't think we're better than most of the bands in Norway. Yeah. There's a good There's Norwegian bands band in Norway. Yeah, there is. Nice. Maybe you should work with someone from Norway and then. Yeah, <laughs> I can say I did it on purpose. <laughs> I was thinking ahead of the times. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for indulging me in talking about Norwich. Oh. Uh, thank you for that as well, Mark. Because I know I can, I, I, you know, I know it's not your favourite topic of conversation. <laughs> thank you for being such a Norwich fan. Oh, oh, I love it. Absolutely, and keep on, uh, keep on flying the flag for, oh, for Norwich music. Of course. I'll be very <laughs> and uh, Rob, let's have some music. Away. 
RPS. Live from Premier Beta Sound 2022. Proudly presented by Cupra. Yo soy la que mato, coro con los capos, lo quita paso el rato, controla tu gato. Yo soy la que mato, coro con los capos, lo quita paso el rato, controla tu gato. Nene, si tú quieres me pego, la mata que tiene la prendo, traen botella, quemamos adentro, te lo muevo, suave o violento. Nene, si tú quieres me pego, la mata que tiene la prendo, traen botella, quemamos adentro. You're listening to the weekly review, broadcasting live from the Parkdale Forum, Primavera Sound 2022, day two, uh, Friday. Uh, but before we talk about what we're excited to see today, uh, how about we do a little recap of what we were able to see last night? Um, I think I, I have to start because I'm the one that asked for this song. And because I think the headline of the night yesterday was Badial, hands down. If you weren't there, you missed it. Like, the way she's up to another level, yeah. another human level that I didn't know was possible, her show, how incredible she looked, the way her energy, I don't, I don't think any other artist can make the mm, crowd go like so at the same time yeah. when they play. Like, Badial, you have to see her live and... and She's playing again next week, so if you didn't have time to go, I really encourage you to do so. It's interesting because last night she was given one of the biggest stages, right? Uh, she played after Pavement, and um, what I appreciated was the the bass, the boom, boom, <laughs> boom, boom. I almost saw, thought that like Bad Gal, even though she's like working in in a kind of pop mainstream pop realm of like her 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 take on dancehall. And, and reggaeton rhythms, uh, there was a certain like uh, abrasiveness that gave her an experimental edge that I thought it would be interesting if she went down that road. Rosalia does it as well. She also likes to play with distorted basses on some of her tracks, right? And in her live shows. But Bagyal, her her setup, I, I like that she had all these like dancers, male and female, and the male guys looked kind of like mm, year 2000 Britney Spears dancers like they were wearing like baggy jeans mm -hmm. like kind of that street look but but at the same I don't know it, it, it wasn't like super fancy it was it, it was a, it was a bit a little bit low-key in a way it was it really surprised me to the same thing like because we're used to bad girl having her dancers that are like wearing like tight shorts and, and a sports mm. bra and doing all these dance holes move yeah. and and they were moving incredible yeah, yeah. It, it, but it was like a different kind of aesthetic now like like rude boys not yeah. not the english version of ska yeah. rude boys but like a like a spanish rude boy rude like boy, a rough I, and the girls too were wearing this kind of baggy like badass but not in a like tight way like she was the one yeah. shining in that aspect and the dancers were more like street baggy clothing uh, but it worked can i ask what was the crowd like was it did you get the impression it was mainly locals or did you get like in, international people kind of checking bad girl out and if so any idea what they thought i was so focused on her i didn't see anyone else like I, it was just me and her vibing at the at forum but but i 
I would like to know actually. Look, I, I couldn't tell. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a a, a a constructive criticism. I've always said that one of the things that I like about Badgyal is that you can see that she's still, perf- she's still working on it, on her act and on her on her performance. Uh, and and each time we see her, she plays bigger stages and she draws bigger crowds. But you can still see that the diamond isn't gleaming yet. It's still being formed which is interesting from my perspective because I've I've seen her from day one when she was uploading videos on YouTube and recording her her demos with a shoebox to absorb sound in her bedroom. You know, completely DIY. And to see her like fill a massive stage with the professionality of a big artist like a Dua Lipa, like a Megan Thee Stallion, you know, she's doing it right. But you can still see that, that there's effort in it it's not like oh beyonce it's an effortless fantasy oh it's just like she's from another planet no no you can still see that Badgal is this young girl from bilasar who <laughs> dream who dreams big is ambitious and she is working hard to get there i must say sometimes that those heavy basses drowned out because she still sings with auto tune as a, a sound aesthetic choice sometimes her voice was uh, completely mm, buried in the in the in the gra- in the grave the, in the distorted kind of you know the, the the bass but because she has you can't stop looking at her like That's even it. if she doesn't sing she's you you can't take your eyes off her for some reason and there was a beautiful moment where she was like posing like very sexually you know very sexy like on the, on you know posing on this kind of bed mm-hmm. with one of the male dancers you know like like a like a human statue and she was contorting on the floor you know like a cat and it was it was performance art like yeah. i saw there was a great value in it it's like i i don't you know someone next to me was like really but what do you like about it? i'm like if you don't get it, you don't yeah, get it. You know, the girls I, that get it, get it, the girls that don't. Go. Yeah, and and I and I understand if it's not it's like you're hearing the, the the music and it's not you're not connecting with it because maybe you're you have different tastes. I can understand, but but the, she's doing something that's not just I'm gonna sing and dance and be sexy and and no 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 like but yeah she has something where there's like there's this performance art in the sense of like a bit of vanguard in there, and or what, maybe not maybe just what it is, but. It's amazing the product still like even yeah. if it's not like a deeper thing it's just her moving incredible the the way that she manages to that you don't take your out, eyes out of the the stage in the whole show that's the biggest success as an artist yeah, yeah. and and she to me well maybe I'm super biased because <laughs> you're, yeah you're, you're, you're a stan you're a stand. That's what being a fan's about, what, though. It's, what, it's not being your, biased. It's like what's the bias of your night? What was your? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Last thing about Bad Gal. Is it a wig or did she get a haircut? It's a wig. It's a wig. It's a wig. But it looks so good on her. It that looks look, so good. It was such an iconic silhouette, and the fact that she, you know, you, you know, her 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 costumes were being more and more lavish in the recent concerts that she's been giving in, uh, for the last few years. But she kept it quite simple with this kind of like a bañador, like mm-hmm. a like a low top. A swimming suit kind of uh, what do you call that braga no what's the word, english yeah. word for what she was wearing the, on the bottom bikini bottom like a bikini bottom with a with a very normal sort of a shirt kind of what the material that you're wearing now mar uh, what's that mesh uh, mesh uh, very sort of minimalist and i like it when performers like freddie mercury when he just wear <laughs> jeans and a and a and a, and a, and a vest yes. or michael jackson when he when he when he wear like cheap looking clothes his iconic black trousers cut and and with the moccasins and the white sock, you know, it's like taking sort of um, nothing flashy, but you make it iconic. I, I like how she's kind of doing these things. Anyway, moving on. Uh, ben, what was your highlight of yesterday? Well, you and me 
both together. And I like to think Ma in spirit, although she notably disappeared. Uh, yeah? What are you going to I'm say? Go- well, you know I'm going to say pavement. I saw pavement. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. What did I you thought, think? What no, did you think? Just, I think the last few songs because I was waiting ah, for right, Bad Yeah. So I got to see pavement. And? I think I should have been with you because you would maybe, I would see more <laughs> the vibe and, and be get drawn into it. But the part where I was in it, it was just waiting. So I didn't really get into it that much yet. Yet I, I still have time to become a pavement stand. <laughs> I, I, I saw like a TikTok video meme where you, it's a video of a guy like speaking into a girl at, girl's ear in a discotheque and the subtitles oh, is one. like, oh yeah, Joy Division. You know, and, and they're playing Joy Division in the video, not in the actual club. But it's like, oh yeah, this is Joy Division. It's a band that used to be like, he's telling her all, all their bio. And it's like, yeah, but he killed himself. And then they banned, you know, and it's like, and the girls like got this straight face like, yeah, yeah okay. Like, like shut I'm, up. <laughs> I'm going to be polite and listen to you because I'm, I'm a polite person. I, so re- I'm, I was imagining Mar like Ben and I in each year, like, yeah, because this song is from Slanty yeah. and Enchanted. And, but we were playing air guitar, weren't we? We air guitar. Mar, <laughs> no, we air guitar. Thank God I and, wasn't there then. I like, I, if, thank God you weren't there. I think that was the closest I felt to old me, like mm-hmm. young me, in the sense that I was compelled to like naturally do uh, the air guitar on Summer Babe. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, and, and I was laughing at myself, but I couldn't like help it. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe. And my body was aching because we'd been here many hours and mm. we've walked a lot of kilometers. My body was aching and stuff and I was tired, ready for the hotel. But it's like, ah, oh, but something in me still feels the need to do that little cheesy air guitar, <laughs> you know, and, and it was a, it was wonderful. They, was... It was, and, and they sounded really good. People, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They, and like the sound, it was like, wow. This used to be like a band famous for being lo-fi, a little bit sloppy in some of their live shows, even in their 90s heyday. Man, have they turned it up, tuned it up. But without being, without sort of betraying what yeah. they are, if you see what I mean. It wasn't yeah. like, here's the super slick rock version. It was like, you know, here's Pavement as Pavement, sounding really, really good. That keyboard player really, really helped. That kind of like, just brings just a little bit of order that, mm-hmm. that maybe wasn't, wasn't there before. Um, and and performance-wise, they were really energetic. Um, Damn it. They looked name. happy. They looked happy. They, looked happy. they were having a good time. Well, you interviewed them yesterday and that's what made me think like maybe I, I would really enjoy it because they were so nice. The energy they brought was amazing. Also, I was like, maybe maybe I am too harsh. <laughs> and Stephen Malkmus, it still is like a dream boat for all the indie women, all the indie moms <laughs> out there. They were like still like um, babeando, like, oh, he's the ideal husband. Like he's just so effortlessly cool, so sexy in his own nerdy way and and the way he was performing with his guitar and his gray hairs and it's like ah you know i always like seeing men who age gracefully because i think okay there's no we're not all gonna mess up and look oh like, my god mm, if i could look as good as him berlusconi well if i could look as good as him when i'm you will you you you've got it ben you've got <laughs> you good will. Thank you, gray thank hair. You. <laughs> you've got that kind of branner thing going on you know the hot dads yeah hot dad. you're, you're hot dad <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> You're a deal. You were feeling for a compliment, eh? <laughs> I could see that. Absolutely. Um, keep it on pavement. Keep it on pavement. Keep the for... compliments coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, neither you said anything about my my t-shirt yet. Um, no, let's see. Grandma did. Oh well, I'm happy. Anyway, keep it on pavement. Um, I was really interested in the set they played because it wasn't 
I mean, they played like Summer Bay. It was the greatest hits, man. No, I mean, it covered... wasn't. It wasn't. It was like... It, it... Cut your hair, uh, Shady Lane, Summer Bay. Yeah, but but like then lots of songs I wasn't quite expecting. I mean, like Serpentine Pad, okay, I was expecting because I'd looked up and, and seen they were playing it, but wasn't, it, it, it seemed like not the obvious set. I mean, Ma, later, later on when we've got a bit of time, I'll run you through the intricacies of each of the pavement albums, how they subtly differ. In... <laughs> Please do. Please do. I have plenty of time for that. <laughs> Um, so we mentioned Tame Impala, probably one of the largest crowds I've ever seen. I, I didn't see them. Actually. I didn't even manage to get there. I got there. Uh, that was my first contact with the the uh, full full to the brim Mordor. It wasn't very comfortable. Now you've addressed uh, Ben at the beginning of the broadcast uh, that there was um, there was a lot of unease unrest because uh, bar staff was a little bit overwhelmed with so many people coming at once. Uh, thirsty. It was a very hot day. It is today again. So, uh, my taste of Mordor with Tame Impala playing was like, wow, uh, these guys really draw a, big, a very big crowd. The lighting was amazing because wherever you stood, even if you weren't close or anywhere near the stage, and you were from one of those dodgy angles where the the the, tower, the sound tower blocks your view, and you can't even properly see screens, but you were getting all these lovely sort of purple and pink psychedelic colors. Uh, shining over this vast esplanade of people. So I appreciated that. And uh, they even covered the strokes last night uh, oh. as, a, as a nod to, like, you know, to make up for the fact that the strokes have had to uh, cancel today, tonight's performance. Next week's is still uh, programmed, it's still uh, going ahead. So I heard some people talking and they were bizarrely angry that Tame Impala had covered last night. Oh. Why? There was there were mixed reactions, as in like, oh, you're rubbing it in, like. But it's like, well, no, they're doing. I don't know. I, I seem. I mean, I, I like it when bands do that because it's it's like saying, okay, you know, we know a band has dropped out, but you know, we're we're gonna just give you this little bit of it. It's not saying like we're. I don't know. It's it's. it's I don't see it in any any kind of way, way way a negative. I mean, yeah. I I, I and also like when else a Tame and Parlor gonna cover it? I mean, I I don't know them that well, but I don't think it's like a song they ever play it's not like a regular part of their set list right so it's like you know yeah. you can, you i have to say kevin parker is still not the greatest singer for <laughs> such a large stage like it's 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 you know the guy does his best and and it's true that even though if you just look at his shadow his silhouette sorry i'm eating um cherries if, if you hear this asmr <laughs> please do not no oh, no get the mic <laughs> no oh jesus yeah, cool. <laughs> like those notorious big skits the big skits <laughs> never mind if you know what i'm ready <laughs> for that horrible <laughs> sorry no, i don't don't ever find out what he's talking about <laughs> i already know oh. so kevin parker he, he he's still like magnetic like you still look at him and you know his silhouette against the backdrop of the psychedelic colors and like and, and cheering on. and But he's always got that kind of stoner thing. Like, come on, everybody, sing along. And, you know, he's all happy. This guy from Australia is like surfing and living in front of the ocean. And he kind of brings that vibe. But they just keep getting bigger and bigger. And, and uh, maybe he needs to like have, I don't know, backing singers or something. It might sound cheesy. It's not part of the Tame Impala formula, but it has helped in the past. So I, I had kind of the weirdly opposite experience, which was um, I went over to Bits to see Rina Sawayama, um, even though I'd just seen her the, the night before. Basically, because my wife was here and we were like thinking what we were going to go. And because she's the best. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wanted to slay. That's what I believe the young people say. Well, I wanted yeah. to slay. The girls in the gays, basically. So <laughs> you're part of the, the group now. 
The Gigi. <laughs> and Gigi. over in bits, it yeah. was not empty, but it was quite like relaxed. You know, like relaxed. basically we we got. But it was at the toes. Toes, yeah. Toes stage. Okay, yeah. And I mean, I um, it it's not um, I. <laughs> Uh, this only kind of work. I mean, I think people should go over to Bits and check it out because it's really, really yeah. nice. Um, it's on the beach, first yeah. of all. Like, there's actually like the green. They've put the the green astro turf on the sand so that people have a bit more stability to dance or whatever. So, and you're right. You can actually dip your feet in the sea. Yeah, like that's how. That's what it is. You can actually like if you're too hot or whatever, your feet are aching. You just take your shoes off, go and dip your feet in the sea. While I don't know who's going to be playing today. For example, who? Pablo Vitar is playing there. Yes, uh, toes. I think, I think, I think, I think I might be Look, wrong. You can dip I... your toes in toes. <laughs> in the toes stage. <laughs> Sorry, I'm terrible. Um, is but, it? Hang on, is it the Night Pro stage? It's down there as well? Night, Night Pro as well. Yep. And there's lots of bars around there that are kind Pablo of. Pablo Vitar. I mean, obviously, like, you know, you're going nice. to go and see the bands you want to see, and they might be playing there and they might, they might be playing here. I'm not saying you've got to go over there, because, but it's like, it is a, I think. Maybe some people are put off by the walk and it's like, it's not too bad. It's like 10 minutes or something like that. I mean, Hang on, you're allowed to cross the bridge, Ben, because you've got no. the workers pass. Yeah, no, but I was walking with my wife. Oh, so you walked along the long route. Yeah, yeah. And Only 10 minutes. 10, 15. Oh, like people yeah, like to exaggerate. I thought it, would, it was like the longest walk ever. Have you not been over? But I, I use my worker pass. Oh, okay. okay. I don't want to rub it in. You cross the bridge. I cross the bridge. bridge. I went on the bicycle on the long route and it felt quite a, like a quite a long thing. I, I, in the night, it's no problem because it's nice and cool. But when the heat is blasting down, it's a little bit... Uh, no, it's, but, it, but I do recommend that people... It's almost like another, it's another festival. It's a different experience. Rather it, than Mordor, just hit, head over to Bits this time or stay in the old, old quarter. So did you both buy things from the golf store? Um, I have yet to decide, but I will check it out today again. I did. I bought a t-shirt for my girlfriend. They've got nice stock a lo and lots of stock. So what, what, are you, what are you thinking of buying? I was thinking about t-shirts, but there's different options. And I'm still trying to decide which one is the one. But uh, I definitely want some. I'm this kind of person that loves to have memorabilia of things and being like, yes, remember when I bought this in 2022 at the Primavera Sound Festival after three years of being gone and you were so happy. See, I, I went over there um, and had a look and I think it just opened. and they, they got like five staff or something like that. Like, yeah, sort of, yeah. Definitely go there. That there's when I went to maybe it was the right time that we were there, but um, it wasn't packed. I, I was expecting it to be packed with fans of Tyler and stuff, but uh, maybe it's because they have lots of staff or people haven't yet been there, or I don't know. But uh, well, it's easy. You just go there and pick your favorite whatever. I thought you'd be able to go and like have a look through stuff but you can't i mean no. i suppose that was a bit it's it's like a merch stall any of the other merch stalls but it's like double the size and it's got the golf kind of uh, logo and it's all yellow and all the staff has come from la from the golf store there uh, or from the company oh. so it's all wow. golf people it's all tyler's right hand men and women uh in his business venture of uh, golf um 
But uh, yeah, very, they've got they've even got a lovely sleeping bag for camping. Yeah. You know, oh, I saw that. Yeah. And there's a tent which they weren't able to hang up when I was there, but they're probably on display a now. Tent. A tent, yeah. So sleeping bag and tent, which you know, because it's all part of the whole uh, "Call me if you get lost" campaign, kind of that camp outdoors, uh, also, the yeah. Swiss uh, Alps, the Swiss lakes, uh, all that kind of vibe. You know, camping outdoors. Do you know the problem I have though? Yeah. Is the T-shirt I most want to buy is exactly the same one you bought for your... Oh. For your well, it's not like you bump not... into my girlfriend all yeah. the time. That, I think that's going to be the best seller. I think it's, a, it's really nice. See a lot of people with Did you give it to her yesterday? Or not it... yet. It's here. I, I wasn't able to access the thing where our bag was locked in. Uh, by the way, we were so, we were we had scheduled an interview with Jenny Beth um, now, but she's having, um, what do you call it, setbacks with her sound check, so she's not going to be able to enter right now. But she will uh, during the day. She will come by the studio during the day. So uh, we have three minutes left to before we take a we take our little break and continue preparing interviews. And we pass the mantle, well, the microphone, <laughs> onto the. I think there's a live recording. Live next. recording of cigarettes after sex. Oh, um, last night. Nice and chilled. So I mean, we've got three minutes. What are we looking forward to today? Um, Pablo Vitar, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. I'm so excited. Oh, another thing I got to c c witness how great it was. It met my expectations. That boiler room. Ah, my yeah. Oh, I haven't I, And today it's DJ Playero. Ah. And they put that lovely red light to give it that. So it feels like you're in a club with a low ceiling, but there's no walls and it's circular and you're right next to the sea. So even if you don't get up on the dance the, the in, into the dance floor in the round on the stage you, if you're just standing on the outside of it surrounding it there's still a really cool vibe because it's like a club vibe but open air it's it's very unique it's a very unique experience and i mean playero tonight it's just gonna be like the most sweaty <laughs> sexy dj set ever he's gonna be doing a back-to-back -back, apparently with damn it this is such a big um timetable i can't i can't see it all at once <laughs> How would you? Yeah, Suspense is absolutely is killing me. Back to back with, <laughs> damn it, Boiler Room, Cooper, D, with DJ Blas. Oh, DJ Playero back to back with DJ Blas. I so, don't know who DJ Blas is, but if I do, oh. I guess that. <laughs> I guess and the, Kenny beats Kenny beats later on at twelve oh. at night at that, in the Boiler Room by Cooper. That's I'm sorry, I, like Kenny Beats is a great, great producer, but I find it very hard to get over his name. Yeah, yeah, but but a lot of people who I know who are really into learning how to make beats and stuff. Are really in, like they wanted to his, come to Primera, Primera just to see his DJ set. His Twitch wow. is like one of the best places. Oh. Is it very technical? He encourages people to make beats and gives like little uh, uh, tips, tips and videos, that kind of thing. Anyway, I think Rob is uh, telling us to shut up. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, uh, <laughs> he's very polite. Out music, yeah. Like in yeah. the Oscars. <laughs> Uh, and I want to—I'd like to thank my managers and everyone at that. Oh, seriously, I want to thank—I want to thank everyone working in in logistics and Primavera Sound Production in general. I've seen people who have not slept for two nights because they're like, just—they cannot go to bed. They're—they've got their eye on the ball. They're keeping—they're keeping watch, making sure that things go as smoothly as possible with a festival of these dimensions. Keep my name out your mouth like some wisdom teeth. And you wonder why. why I'm not there with you. RPS. Live from Premier Better Sound 2022. Proudly presented by Cupra.